are now listening to Empowered by My Struggle with your host, Prophet O'Shea Morgan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empowered by My Struggle. I am so excited to be back on the podcast. Hallelujah of Empowered by My Struggle and talking to y'all about the uh, shows that I am watching. We have been doing this for quite some time now. And so I would like to say Happy New Year to y'all. We have reached 2022 and I'm just getting back into the swing of things and going to get back posting. Um, going to get back posting new podcasts for you to listen to and hear my opinion on different things. Um, At the top of the show, I want to let you know that I finally, finally finished, uh, put a ring on it. Um, I finally finished that episode and um, finally finished that season. And so, uh, I got to move on to another show uh, and talk to you all about it. And Oh, my gosh. I think we're going to have an overload of shows this season because I'm going to finish off, I believe, with Ready to Love uh, season three and um, going into our next season of the podcast, I believe that I'm going to talk about other seasons of Ready to Love and other shows that I am watching thus far, okay? Other shows that I'm watching thus far. Um, But I wanted to come on and just share with y'all Happy New Year and tell y'all that Put a Ring on it ended. um, And now I'm on to Ready to Love. And I'm going to share some things about Ready to Love Season 3 that I'm now watching. Yes, I know I'm behind. I have been catching up on other shows, as you have seen uh, from previous podcasts that I have been doing. Um, But um, I am back on the uh, uh, RTL train. Uh, and we're going to talk about it. So today I'm going to be calling this episode, Read the Room. Read the Room. And most of the people in it. Read the Room and most of the people in it. Okay. And what I want, the reason why I wanted to call this, this episode because already on RTL, um, there is a guy I already do not like, and I um, thank God that he's not on the show anymore because within, I watched episode one, two, and three of uh, the show, and by episode one, two, and three, they eventually got rid of him, but his name is um, Troy. Because right off the bat, Troy gave me player vibes, okay? 
Uh, he started off by coming in the room, kissing every woman, um, kissing every woman with either the cheek kiss or the forehead kiss or some kind of kiss of some sort, just right off the bat and promising to take them on trips and everything, um, promising to do certain things for them. And he promised this to every woman, literally every woman. And so he gave me player vibes and I, I can pick that up right away when somebody gives me player vibes. And so I was like, he is, uh, for the most part, not in the right environment for what he's trying to do because he's trying to be a player. And these are women uh, and men who are a part of this show uh, for the most part since I, I've been watching. Uh, they generally sometimes want something real and they want a relationship and not just somebody to play with in the bedroom. And not just somebody to play with in the bedroom. They really want a relationship um, that that is lasting and that is powerful and that holds together, especially in these days and times, y'all. But Troy is not that. He seems to me like a ladies' man that will say whatever he can to get women gushing over him. And the fact that he's an older, older man is also just, just disgusting to me. Um, so, so he's in the wrong environment. But there was also a young lady, y'all, that I didn't like because I felt like she was a pre, I felt like she was prejudgmental. I felt like she was uh had this kind of nice nice nasty attitude and I felt like she talks too much. Because sometime um during the watching of these few episodes that I watched of season 3, uh she talked so much that one guy was she couldn't even read his face and read his reaction that he was bored to tears. She couldn't even read his face and read his reaction to the fact that he was bored to tears. And uh, the, re the reason why I knew he was bored to tears is because he, when they sometimes do in the middle of the conversation, uh, the production team will cut off to a one-on-one -on -one of them by themselves describing how things are going. And he was like, I just want a way to get out of here. And so he made up an excuse and left because she was just entirely talking too much. Now, um, ladies, that is one thing that I want to say to you in the dating scene. You got to pay attention to the person that you're talking to. Are they interested in your conversation? Do they seem engaged in your conversation? Do they seem um, like 
they really want to hear what it is that you're saying and that you, that's on your heart. Um, another thing too is um, you've got to be a good listener just like you are a good talker. You've got to be a good listener just like you are a good talker. Why? Because in you being a good listener, just like you are a good talker, you are able to see if what you want and what you're looking for is actually inside of another human being. But so many people talk so much that they can't even see if what I really want from you is actually what I really want out of a man, what I really want in my life is actually in the room. Because I have been so invested in my life story, invested in what's going on with me, invested in my whole thing that I have not even taken the time to talk about the fact of what you like to do, what uh, are your morals, what are your values, what are you looking for, you know? Um, do they match well with mine? Or can my crazy deal with your crazy? And so if you're always talking about you, you don't get to see what's in the other person. So you don't get to see what's in the other person. And therefore you could be leaving them or moving on to the next and not even know that that is your person because you haven't done a detailed deep dive into what uh, they like, into what about their lives as well. So I want to say that to the ladies, the, re the point I make about, and I'm going to go ahead and mention her name, uh, like I did Troy, her name is Ida. The reason why I say Ida was pre-judgmental uh, because even when she talked to this guy named Derek, okay, even when she talked to him, Derek, and because she automatically knew he was a chef, she automatically assumed that he wanted to make her food. Nothing about getting to know him, nothing about this, and nothing about, she gave him a prejudgment. But, um, and she did it in a joking, maybe she did that in a joking way, but here's the thing. Again, when you prejudge somebody and they're not sure where the joke begins or they're not sure where the joke ends, uh, they're not sure where it begins and ends, then again, it comes off as prejudgment. And then also, one thing that he did tell her uh, that I believe that is very beneficial to uh, singles as well, he said to her, he says, you always clowning and you're always uh, shooting a joke because you're nervous or because you want to hide your shyness or, or whatever insecurities you have. But the flip side of that is nobody ever gets to see who you are as a woman. 
we know who you are as a comedian. We know who you are as a jokester, somebody who plays around. But but the man that is looking for a real woman never gets to see the real side of you because you're always joking. You're always playing around. You're always shooting little nice, nasty comments. Like she said to one guy, AJ, that he looked like he was fresh off the bus after an NBA game. Now, the NBA game part was, um, that could have been a compliment, depending on how you take it. But fresh off the bus, that's that backhanded compliment, nice, nasty. Okay? And so, um, when you have these attributes that Ida has, then you don't get to see what's in the room for, for you. That is totally lost in the sauce. And so I want to challenge women, and because some men may have these uh, uh, things about them as well. Things about them as well. So those are two that I did not like on the show, but thank God they have been voted off already. Okay, they have been deemed not ready to love, and I knew it, okay, already in this season. Um, now, this one is the next one that I'm going to bring up that I wrote down in my um, notes is Alexis. Because I'm not sure I don't like her. I'm not sure I don't like her. I'm still feeling her out, trying to see where she's trying to go and who she is before I prejudge her, okay? Um, before I prejudge her. So um, with Alexis, I don't know, because she used to be a pastor's wife, okay? So now she is not under that per that you have to be perfect. You have to show up for the people. You have to loan your husband out to the people. And it's all about the people and his ministry because she did stress the fact that he was more met. Her ex-husband was more married to ministry than he was to her. Um, okay. And she was your typical uh, wild child once she got out from under those elements. Now, she was very forward. She was very flirtatious. She was very aggressive with uh, AJ when uh, they went on their one-on-one -on -one date. However, I kind of get it because once you free, you kind of wild out. When you've been under rules, when you've been under regulations, when you've been under this and under that and all of the other stuff for so long, you kind of while out because you're you're enjoying your freedom. However, because you, you have you are newly free out from under the pastoral the pastoral image that you have to project. Okay. Also. 
you're in this dating process where you're trying to stay a part of the game and a part of the process and make men like you. Okay. All right. So that's number, that's number two. Try not to get eliminated. And you're out from under the rule of the perfection that you had to be as a first lady. Okay. And then also, if that were not enough, you're looking thirsty in the process. Very thirsty. And so I get the dilemma that she's in. But but the advice, uh, if I could talk to Alexis just for what I see now, I get it. You're not under the perfection, the performance of having to be a pastor's wife. And so you're kind of wilding out. Um, you are trying to be available. You are trying to be adventurous so that you don't get eliminated or labeled as boring. But you must still maintain an image to where men doesn't men don't think you're thirsty. And then they develop the habit of only wanting one thing from you that you later will resent about them because you want them to see more than just that one thing. You must show them now what you want them to see later. See, you must show them now what you want them to see later because sometimes we tend to show people the represent the uh the representative okay we show them the representative what we think they want the fun girl the this the that the fun guy and then later end up wanting something else from them that is the real us but then they're not ready to make the shift because they are um, used to the per person that we showed them. And so it's okay to not try to be eliminated, wanting to be adventurous, wanting to be a bit of a wild child because you're newly free off from other rules. But maintain that respect. Maintain that, take that thirst trap off. Okay? Take that thirst trap off because... Now it's cute because you're doing it because you're trying to stay and you're trying to get his attention. But later, after you got his attention and uh, he's become your husband or y'all get in a serious relationship, you're going to want to make the shift. And that, my dear, may be hard for you. Okay. And I'm talking to Alexis, but to my women out there, I'm talking to you too. Because one thing I have noticed, and I've noticed this in marriage that I will take with me into my next uh, marriage, that don't start something that you're not able to continue. And don't start doing something that you're not going to uh, uphold or you're not going to be throughout the generation of the marriage, throughout the uh, longevity of the marriage. Okay, a lot, a lot of people start things just to get in the door. 
that are really not them and, and that that's not beneficial to you okay that's not beneficial to you in the long run okay um and so i'm still yet watching alexis i'm still yet watching alexis and um i had those reservations about troy and ida and they turned out to be very true very fast very quickly um and so i'm excited about that i'm excited about being able to glean from this show um and uh i'm gonna place because i believe i have time for one more point that i want to give the audience today uh on our first time back in the first episode as we are back um and it is this Ida, going back to Ida, because I wanted to use her to give y'all this tidbit, give y'all this nugget. One of the one of the things that she said when she was voted off is that all the men, you know, they go around and they hug you, especially when your journey has come to an end. They go around and they hug you and they say it was nice meeting you and sorry, blah, 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 blah. But when they said that, she got mad and she said, no, it wasn't nice to meet me. No, you didn't enjoy me. It wasn't a pleasure. It wasn't that because I'm going home. Ladies, let me help you understand something. A lot of times uh, when a man says it was nice to meet you, not all the time is he's going, it, does that mean that he's going to keep you around not all the time does that mean that you are a winner not all the time that means that you are his one not all the time does that mean you're going to stay in the process but what that man is actually saying is it was nice to explore your mind your creativity get to know you so that i can so that I can find out if you are my one or if you were not my one by not prejudging you. Because I could have not gotten to know you, looked at you, prejudge you, decide something about you, um, and not even included you or not even investigated or talked to you about who you really were. And so when a man says it was nice to meet you, it's nice that I didn't have to go on my own conclusions, my own uh, thoughts just by looking at you. But it was nice to sit down and talk to you and find out how true some of the things that, that I thought about you were. It was nice to find out how wrong I was about some of the things that I may have thought about you and so it was nice to get and get to meet you and confirm or dispel myths that i thought about you so a lot of times when a man says it's nice to meet you he is talking 
about to get the information, good or bad, from his experience with you. It does not always mean that you are a winner. It does not mean, always mean that um, you're going to stay in the game. But it was still nice to meet you, not from conclusion. But now, where I drew conclusions, I now have facts. You see what I'm saying? And so, ladies, don't always get upset because you're not chosen, because you're not picked on, because you're not looked at a certain way and say, oh, well, you said it was nice to meet me. And it must not have been because I wasn't chosen. No, nice for the information. Okay? Nice for the information. Now, um, so... That was one that I wanted to add to the program today before we closed because um, these are just some of the notes out of the one, out of the couple of things that I have uh, gathered from, from, like I say, episodes one, two, and three. Now, y'all know Maybe tomorrow, maybe um, some other time I'm going to be back on with other episodes because I am going to be binging this show in my spare time. And I'm going to be able to sit down with you, our fellow listeners, and talk about how I feel about each and every episode. If you enjoy me doing this, Sit down and discuss with me. Sit down and let's have a ready-to-love moment. Uh, let's just have our ready-to-love discussion each and every, I would say, week, okay? Each and every week. I'm not sure what day, when, but each and every week, let's have a ready-to-love discussion until we get to the end, and then we'll have other show discussions as well. All right, so I'm excited about sitting down with y'all once again. Again, I am your host, O'Shea Morgan, and I want to thank everybody from across the world, all over the globe, for watching Empowered by My Struggle, where we learn tidbits, tools, rules from watching the shows that we watch. Our shows are not just our shows. We get lessons, we get tools, we get messages from what we watch. All right, I am so blessed to have you as my listening audience. Until next time, this has been Empowered by My Struggle. Be blessed until next time, family. I'll see you later. Thank you.